You are super deserving of respect and anybody who's ever made you feel like you're not deserving of respect, well, fuck them harder than a steel dick, okay? <laughs> on, today's, on today's episode called How to Effectively Communicate, we're going to be talking about why you're not being seen by people, how to unblock your throat chakra, how to not be taken for granted, and how to make people respect you as well as setting boundaries. But before we continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those sides, and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and that you leave us a delicious five-star review. I hope all of you are tuning in this fabulous, wonderful Tuesday. And I'm just so happy to be here to host this podcast. What else with all of you? As all of you know, I have a website, so go check that out in the show notes. Go check out all my programs. Um, any planners, journals, supplements, whatever you want. I'm doing spiritual readings because I am a medical intuitive as well as spiritual healer and reader for people. And I just love working with those clients. It's a full on holistic um, health coaching meeting when I meet with them. Thank you for everyone who's been supportive, everyone who's just enrolled in my programs. I appreciate you all because I am an entrepreneur. I work for myself and I love to give back and I love to help as much as possible. Thanks for people who attended the webinar that I just had last week. And if you are on my mailing list, then you did get the replay. Um, that will always also be available to um, many, many people. But without further ado, let's dive into this episode. So I wanted to do this episode on how to effectively communicate because I'm realizing that people that I'm coming across... <clears throat> have this issue and it's funny that I'm clearing my throat right so a lot of you listening in your throat chakra is probably blocked um yeah a lot of you could use blue obsidian today we're not going to dive into that just quite yet but that's what you know creator spirit and angels have me to say that a lot of you need blue obsidian I'm also seeing um it's not smoky quartz but it's it's not clear quartz either It's like a yellow quartz. Some of you need yellow quartz as well. 
because I'm, I'm I just heard boost self-esteem. A lot of your self-esteem is shot and that's why a lot of you have trouble communicating. So in this first segment of the show, we're going to be talking about why you're not being seen by people. And in my personal experience, I was just talking to, you know, my mom recently. We were having an in-depth discussion and <clears throat> she got so frustrated as well as me, as well as I, whatever. We don't have proper grammar on this fucking show. It's the Avi Unfiltered Show. <laughs> Um, fuck the grammar popo or whatever policy enforcers because that's what they really are. But anyway, so we were having an in-depth discussion and we were talking about how I was always misdiagnosed um, when I would go to the doctors and I would have all of the symptoms and <clears throat> it was just a frustrating experience, very frustrating experience. I always knew as a child that I had diabetes and they did all these blood tests and it never showed up right until I was 26 and getting ready to fall off the fucking bike at, um, what was that place called? I used to go there faithfully and people thought I was fucking crazy cause I would go to, boot camp five five days a week and literally right after boot camp sweat and all take my ass to the um cycling class what was it called tribe tribe at west harford i would go there every single day every single morning i was just crazy crazy about that and i almost fell off the bike and that's when i went to have my test taken and it showed that i was diabetic it showed pre-diabetic and like I said, that was just a test. That was one test. They didn't do like other testing. And so I researched other doctors and I saw Dr. Mark Hyman that said there's no such thing as pre-diabetic. You either have diabetes or you don't. And then I did, um, I came across this pharmacist who was saying that if your test is showing such and such, you have this. So I was like, okay, so it's been proven that I've had that all along. So anyway, any, any, anyway, this has always happened to me. I went to several doctors, have several testing. So my mom always used to question the doctors too because they always used to say, oh, her white blood cell count is low, but that's nothing to be worried about. Oh, her blood pressure is low. That's nothing to be worried about. My mom was like, okay, her blood pressure is low. Her white blood cell count is low. That's nothing to be worried about. Okay. There was another time I'm being told to talk about my situation with um, endometriosis. Now, this was some straight bullshit. I went to the hospital because <clears throat> I was complaining of pain. And I was saying, you know, I'm bloated. I'm in pain. I, I wasn't really walking that good. I was wearing slippers and it was March and April. And I'm, you know, I have this stomach. I looked like I was five months pregnant at 16. No, 15. At 15, my stomach was hard as a rock. I would play. I remember I was playing with my little nephew, Shemai, and I remember going to the bathroom and vomiting. <clears throat> I was always nauseous and sweaty and all this stuff. So I went to the doctors, and the lady did ultrasound. She's like, "We can't find anything." So one of my um, primary care physicians, they gave me Metamucil because they were like, "Okay, you have irritable bowel syndrome. You need Metamucil." So took the Metamucil. My stomach. When I tell you my stomach was on fire, like, what the hell is this? I'm like, okay, if I have IBS and this is supposed to help me, why the fuck is my stomach on fire? So I tell my doctor, I'm like, okay, my stomach's on fire. So I go to the hospital. 
I don't know if this was the second time or the first time. It's been so, so long. It's been 15 years. So no, 16 years because I was 15 when I was first diagnosed. So I go to the hospital and the lady says I have heartburn. So she gives me Prilosec and she was supposed to give me Prevacid because she said I had heartburn. I'm like, okay, so now we went from stomach pain to IBS to heartburn. I just felt like I was not being heard. Like how many of you feel like you're not being seen or heard? You can visibly see something. This is what I'm talking about. You can visibly see something was wrong with my stomach. I'm not pregnant, you know. I was in pain, painful periods, and my stomach is distended or extended, whatever. And people were telling me that nothing was wrong with me. You can't find anything. Nothing's wrong, right? So she gives me the wrong medication. My mom's like, you're not taking that. (laughs) My mom's like, you're not taking that. You should see her birth chart. Like, don't fuck with my mom. If people actually thought that they could fuck with my mom, you better think of fucking again. People have stories. We're not going to go into that. My mom does not play, and I don't play either. (laughs) Anyways... She's very respectful, but do not cross my mom. And I'm serious, like big serious, big serious. There's a reason why people don't really mess with my mom. Anyway, 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 anyway. So I I go to driving school because this shit is worthless. She's just like, go to driving school, go get your permit. So I'm getting my permit at this time. I get my permit, right? And so I get a phone call from my mom and she's like, they saw that you had assist the size of a plum at this time <clears throat> assist the size of a plum and you had scar tissue and you need to have surgery I'm like okay <laughs> so you guys put me through hell because you didn't want to look at what was obviously happening someone's telling you they're having painful periods they bleed a lot your stomach is, is extended, distended, what the fuck ever. Um, by the way, anybody who's a perfectionist and like tells people that they're, or you're saying that wrong or you're doing that wrong or you're fucking wearing that wrong, like you're very into fucking cure, okay? And if you're watching this saying, eh, blah, 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 first of all, you're pitiful because why the fuck are you watching shit to where you have to put people down? Like, <laughs> go seek help, motherfucker. Anyway. I just had to say that because I really feel like an energy that is doing that and you're literally fucked in the head. And I don't mean that in a way where you have mental health because I work with people who have mental health. So I'm not talking about my fabulous, wonderful people who are dealing with mental health issues because I absolutely love you. I'm talking about low vibrating people who are insecure and like to make fun of people. So I'm not talking about people who have a little bit of you know, mental health issues, because don't we fucking all, okay? Nobody's perfect, and that's why I have this podcast, because we could be however the fuck we want to be on here, (laughs) except for low-vibrating, jealous, and insecure as shit, and make fun of people. I don't tolerate that bullshit. Anyway, I don't believe in unscrewing somebody's bulb to boost yourself up. Like, you look absolutely fucking pathetic. Seriously. Anyway, so that's what happened. I kept going to these doctors and doctor after doctor after doctor. And they kept telling me like what I was saying was basically since it can't. And this is what I'm saying. It can't be found on the test. So 
anyways, I'm actually going to be posting pictures probably on my um probably on my Instagram because it's the same thing that happened when and I actually had two surgeries. I could have died in the second one because she's well, you guys know the story if you've been keeping up with my podcast. I had two laparoscopy surgeries for endometriosis. It turns out I had stage four. Now, some people who are like stage four policy enforcers always come and say, you don't always have pain with stage four. I had pain with stage four motherfuckers. Okay, I did. You don't always have pain with stage four. While that's true, I had all of it, okay? My endometriosis had spread. It ruined my appendix. I had to have an appendectomy, two laparoscopy surgeries. I was doped up on all types of medications from hydrocodone to Percocet to... It was a mess. It was just... I was doped up all the time to function for eight years. So that was my life. (laughs) And I just got used to it. I was like, okay, let's just walk around, baby. That's not there because my stomach would just stick out like that. Um... So that that's what happened. I was finally diagnosed, but I had to go through all of this turmoil to get there with stupid ass fucking doctors who didn't know their shit and who can't see the obvious. Like you're relying on a test like you could see some something is wrong. This is the dumbness of society. Like if it can't if it's not on a fucking x-ray or an ultrasound, nothing's wrong with you, even though you could see something's wrong. And these are doctors who've known me for years. They know my body didn't look like that. So I'm like, what the actual fuck? So the next time was with the, um, I remember, oh my God, I used to hate this gym teacher. I used to hate this gym teacher. I remember we had to run for five minutes. And for me at the time, it was super hard. I had the wrong bra. I had like, I was doubles in um, middle school. So I had big tits and (laughs) I hated running, but I also hated running because I literally couldn't breathe. And mind you, this was middle school. At age seven, I had a diagnosis of asthma. I was sent home with albuterol and prednisone, okay? So my mom had a doctor's note written for Jim. Now, other people were able to sit out. I was not able to sit out of running, And that's what I'm saying. I was always treated unfairly and not seen or heard by people in some instances. And I'm going to get to the point of this, the point that I want you to take away from this. This is why I'm giving these examples. This is just where I'm being led and what I'm being led to say. Okay, I had a doctor's note in everything. I still was made to run. I would get Charlie horses in my legs like it was bad. I was getting no circulation and still had to run. I was not good running miles when I was um, in middle school. I was not good at it in high school, um, which is why it became one of my goals when I was like 24, 25, I want to say. I ran um, a 5K and it didn't take me long. I ran a 5K in like, wasn't it like 24, 24 minutes, 24 minutes. And that was a huge accomplishment because I had gotten in a car accident too and was told that I was going to have chronic knee pain for the rest of my life and be limping. And it wasn't true. So I just defied the odds because I'm, I'm the shit and you should be able to say you're the shit. You are, you're allowed to say you're the shit in my presence. Okay. I'm not one of those insecure motherfuckers who thinks that when you boost yourself up it takes away from you like again look in the mirror seek the help that you need okay honeys 
anyways, so that's, that's what happened with me. So I was like, I was talking to my mom the other day. I'm like, that always happened to me. That always happened. And she, she said it too. She's like, yeah, it did. Same thing when I knew that I had cancer. I knew that I had mast cell leukemia. I knew that it was some sort of leukemia or lymphoma. Now, the doctors did say that I, I could have been right and I could be recovering. However, again, here goes this bullshit. It didn't show up on standardized testing, but let me tell you, it showed up on optimal testing. See, when you go to conventional doctors, what they call conventional doctors who don't believe in progressive medicine, the standardized tests, the standardized tests go based off of people who eat the standard American diet. When you go to a practitioner or a functional diagnostic, they take different testing. So your tests are based off of optimal results. So I look in a book that I have, a private book that I have um, for optimal testing and things. All of my numbers were off. However, I'm not considered a doctor to society. So I, again, am not seen or heard. However... It's like common sense gets thrown out the fucking window. I'm like, okay, I was not birthed into this world with scaly patches on my face. I was not birthed into this world with all these bruises. I did not have night sweats before. If you would have seen my bed, I should have my mom on here. My bed was drenched. My back was drenched in fucking sweat. I was bleeding out of my ass. I was, my gums were bleeding. I was paralyzed. I'm like, okay, so all of this is normal because you can't find it on a test. All of this is normal because you can't find it on a test. I was coughing. I couldn't swallow water. It took me 15 to 20 minutes to drink an eight ounce glass of water. Anyone who knew me knew I was at the gym or I was outside or I was always on the go. Now I'm bedridden. But I don't have cancer. They didn't say I didn't have it. They, they said I could have been recovering from it or I did have it, but it didn't show up on the test because I probably changed my diet. And then they said I was in the clear. Mind you, I had red dots all over me, which are leukemia rashes. My mouth was twisted. And if you look at anybody who has had leukemia, their face is drooped to the side. I have pictures on Instagram with my face drooped to the side. I was drooling. My mom had to feed me. It was terrible. I couldn't talk. I was slurring my words. I was forgetful. I'm like, okay, so all of this shit is normal, apparently, because it can't be found on a standardized test. If any doctors are tuning in, any functional diagnostics, oh, please chime in, and you are very welcome to come on this show if you're listening to this. Thank God for Dr. Morse and his team um, who like to, you know, prescribe the herbs and the supplements and they don't really get into the diagnoses they just get you feeling better and that's what I need at this point because I just didn't feel like I was heard at least when I called them they made me feel like I was seen they made me feel like I was heard all of these other doctors I was just like ugh. you know it's like you think doctors are like holistic and stuff and they're not they're they're not and it's a shame they don't look at books like you know, a lot of people like Dr. Sebi, you know, if I would have went to him, he probably would have said, oh, this is what you have, but this is how we're going to resolve. You know, a lot of doctors are just really, 
I don't want to call them stupid. You know, I don't want to call. I don't think every doctor is stupid, but I'm like the the ones I went to, not all of them, but the ones the most of them that I've come across in my lifetime. It's just like stating the obvious. Like I remember when I was 15, I couldn't see out of my peripheral. I was always thirsty as a child and then come to find out at 26. Oh, you have diabetes, by the way, even though I knew this all along. Same with the mast cell leukemia. Even though I knew that all along, you know, it was just horrendous. Like all of them were, so I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel heard. It's like no matter, however, let me tell you. I remember watching YouTube videos. These people only had two symptoms of leukemia, which was, I think, the coughing and the bruising. That was it. Someone said, their doctor immediately said, you have stage three lymphoma. We need to, me, I have all of the symptoms and then some and can't even walk for several fucking months. And hell yeah, I'm frustrated (laughs) right now. Can't even walk for several fucking months. Bedridden. Can't even go places. Can't go outside. Okay? Literally. When I had to go to the bathroom, I needed my mom's assistance or I had to walk very fucking slow. And most of the time I needed her assistance. I could not get my legs together. I was in bone pain. Pain. Severe ass fucking pain. And you mean to tell me people went to their doctor with two symptoms and was told they had stage three lymphoma. I have all of these fucking symptoms plus pictures. You could visibly see that's not my fucking face. That's not how it fucking looked. Like, what the hell? You could visibly fucking see that shit. I'm being told, yeah, I don't really know. Like, yeah, I don't really know what you have. Yeah, I think you're, yeah, it looks like you're recovering from cancer. It looks like, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't test you for that. But, you know, we can't really say that because the tests are coming. I don't give a fuck about what the tests are saying. Do you see my face? Like, come on now. Do you see my my arms are bruised? If you go to my page and you scroll down, you could see all of the terrible, terrible pictures. It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Even I th- honestly think the hospital was better than the holistic doctors because when I went to the hospital, they even though I don't agree with that, they at least wanted to do a bone marrow biopsy because he thought it was that. I declined that. Like, I was supposed to have a bone marrow biopsy back in October or November and a CAT scan. And I was like, that's too much radiation. So, but he tested me for it. To me, I was more seen and heard by him than the other doctors who were just like, well, I don't really know, like, what to do. Like, dirt, 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 dirt. Um, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, that was my experience of not being seen or heard. Now, the reason why you may not be feeling seen or heard, and again, thank you to Dr. Morse's people because I'm on my way. Um, I'm, as, I'm as well as I can possibly be, and I'm even better because his herbs are very helpful, and I've already seen results, and I'm amazed, and I am tracking... Um, my progress with this. I've had over 20 vaccines. I've had a poor diet. I've had a compromised immune system from birth. And, you know, 
that's it's it was inevitable for this to happen which is why i'm against vaccines if you want more research or info go to the vaccine expert that's on episode 125 um if you're trying to get your children vaccinated i don't recommend vaccines on this show i'm i'm anti-vax you should only according to the expert from my episode 125 um, you should only be vaccined when, or get a vaccine when you have, um, rabies. So yeah, for, for the rest of it, I'm against it because I've seen it in my own health. My health has declined, you know, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Some of these doctors, but absolutely ridiculous. But the reason why you may not be feeling seen or heard is because maybe you are trying to be seen and heard by the wrong people. And this is why it's important um, to really go back into your childhood and see, did your parents make you feel unheard? Did your family make you feel unseen? Did your friends make you feel unseen and unheard? And because of that, you think that you have to get them to see you and hear you. And what I want to tell you today is that if people aren't seeing you and hearing you, first of all, get really excited because after every door closes, one door opens. So that means that door is shut for them to see and hear you. And you're going to meet people who see you and hear you. Um, I love working with my clients who don't feel seen and heard until they come to me and they finally get someone who listens to them, who understands them on a deeper level because I've been through similar things and that's why I love working with people who are empathic, working with people who are more in tune, more spiritual. Because you have heightened sensitivity, you can get you 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 know how to treat people. You know, you know what they're experiencing, you know what they're going through. You're not going to um be a jerk to people. I don't agree with being a jerk to people. I believe in allowing people to be seen and heard. You know, there's some adults who have this mindset that children shouldn't be seen or heard because they're children. And I'm like, bull fucking shit. I have always allowed children to speak up, even at early ages. I think children have voices and I think we can learn more from children because adults need to get the shit together. Children are extremely special. They're gifted. They're closer to the creator spirit and angels. They're more in touch with themselves. But what adults tend to do with children is like cut off that that innate spiritual ability, innate spiritual abilities that children have. And it ends up messing them up as adults. You know, you end up, you know, trying to get approval from people saying, see, do you see it now? Oh, you know. Like I said, I had dumb people come to come to me and say, oh, that's not what you have. You have this or some people will think I've come across people who when I was dealing with this, they just thought I was simply lazy or not lazy, but I don't know what they really thought. I had people starting rumors about me when I was bedridden. I'm like, what in the actual fuck is wrong with people? It's like so certain people are not going to hear you. Certain people are not going to hear you, okay? They're not going to hear you when you talk. And it's not me holding on to stuff. It's not that you're holding on to stuff. It's that you are explaining what happened and you're just speaking truth. This is how people can be. They can speak for you. And the reason that 
for that is that you need to get away from those people and recognize sometimes you are related to people and sometimes you're friends with people who are not going to see you. They're not going to hear you. You're on a different frequency. You could talk and you could completely understand what you're saying and they're not going to understand it because they are them and you are you and that's most important. Okay, Um, I did a video on YouTube on how to stop caring what people think, and I gave experiences and and tips that will help you with that. So if you want to go look at that, that's on my YouTube channel under the same Avishai L. So that that's the channel. (laughs) That's the YouTube channel. The second reason why um, You cannot communicate effectively and how you can begin to do that is by unblocking your throat chakra, okay? So your throat chakra, what I mean by a blocked throat chakra is sometimes you can't get your words out. It doesn't come out right. You don't necessarily speak at all. Um, You don't know how to speak up for yourself. So ways to unblock your throat chakra, I highly recommend um, spearmint essential oil because that boosts your confidence. So I recommend putting one to two drops um, in your water. You can also add lemon because that will detoxify not only your body, but it will detoxify your memories as well. Uh, memory, toxic memories. You can also put lime in there. I'm seeing too. Um, I just heard melaleuca, which is tea tree oil. People crack me up trying to say melaleuca. Um, Tea tree oil, one to two drops in there. Don't just go to the store and pick a brand that says external use only and be like, oh, she told us we could put this in. No, I did not. If it says external use only, do not put that in your water. Okay, I work with people privately and tell them what brands that I use. So if you want to book a session, you can go to the show notes. Um. And I will leave my link there. Probably leave my link tree because it has all my links in there. And it's just like a a one-stop shop. So that will help unblock your throat chakra. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, um, I just saw mountains. Going to the mountain and looking up at the sky or even being around the sky, Ken, because it's blue. When you think of throat chakra, think of blue, um, okay? Blue that you see. Because that's what you're seeing. It doesn't mean that it's actually blue. It's the actually, it's the projection. So everything is a projection. Basically, it's a projection. It's a perception. And whenever you see blue, that is what you're meant to see. And that will help your throat chakra as well. That corresponds with that. That hue I just heard corresponds with your throat. I'm also seeing, like I said, the blue obsidian. I just heard calcite. Blue calcite will help you. Um, I hear, I also heard calcium. A lot of you are not getting enough calcium either. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Vitamin D as well. For some of you that will help unblock your, your throat chakra. So it's, it's an imbalance in the body. You know, your, your chakras correspond with your organ systems. Okay. It's very deep. I could go into chakras like all day. Probably. I just heard Fibonacci spiral again. Um, that might mean something to somebody. So that will help unblock your throat chakra. Another thing that will help unblock it is by you journaling what you want to say. And you also knowing that you have the right to say something, let's say you, you were damaged and I don't think that anybody is damaged or broken. You're whole already. You are, you need to hear that you are perfect. You are whole already. You just need to improve in some areas. 
Once you're self-aware, you'll improve. Once you want to transform, you will. Start saying I am and I will versus I'm not and I won't, okay? That's a vibration that someone put you in. Take yourself out of their prison. Take yourself out of that person who did something to you's prison because that's their prison to live in. They're probably not even feeling like they're in prison, but you are. You've put themselves in, you've put yourself in their cage. Okay, so take yourself out. So that's a way to unblock your throat chakra. Go to that person recognizing you have a right to speak up for yourself. It doesn't matter if they get mad or not because you got that off your plate. You got that off your chest. If you want to work with me more on that in terms of that, um, let me know. But how to effectively communicate. You want to, like I said, writing it down is good because you can kind of put your thoughts in order. So do a brain dump. Of, of words and things. It doesn't have to write a paragraph doing a brain up and then, you know, start from beginning to end of what you want to convey. You can even read the letter to a person so you know exactly what to say and what you want to convey. But in order to effectively communicate, you want it to make sense. For instance, if someone, I don't know, if someone slapped you in your face when you were like two years old and it really made you feel absolutely terrible as an adult, you don't, a way that you do not want to communicate is you slap me in my face. Okay. So it's more so what do you want to convey? If you just go up to someone and say you slapped me in my face, they're going to say, yeah, I did. Versus this is a different way. Listen, hey, can we have a conversation? Because there's something that's been um, on my mind and on my heart that I need to get off my chest. And I really want you to listen to me as I'm speaking to you. Okay, and so you go to the person and say, hey, I am still struggling with the fact that you slapped me in my face when I was two years old. Okay, and, you know, if they're narcissistic, they're going to say, well, you know, that's old, you know, forget about that. That's that was your fault, you know, then don't talk to them. But at least you started that conversation and you unblocked your throat chakra and congratulations to you. And just move on from that person. Now, if they listen, here's how here's how you're going to do it. You're going to say, hey, I remember I've been I've been thinking a lot and I realized that what's been affecting me in my adult life is that when I was two years old, you slapped me in my face and it really made me not it made me not feel great about myself. And <clears throat> it's been bothering me ever since. And I don't really know why you would do that to someone. Could you explain to me like why you would do that? Like this would never be a conversation that I would probably have because I would probably have been went ballistic because my throat chakra is not blocked. I have heavy communication in my chart, so it's not blocked ever. Um, however, if your throat shot, a lot of people's are, and this is why I'm glad they come to me because I'm like, oh, well, I know how to speak. I know how to help you to talk, you know, um, this is how you can speak, speak up. I think people have trouble speaking up because they feel like if they speak up, they're going to be wrong or someone's going to get upset. You can't think like that. You have to free yourself. And that's how you're going to become free. Because whatever, remember that scripture now, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. I bet you if your throat chakra is blocked, something somewhere in your gut is not filtering out correctly. 
because it's it's connected to organ systems. So if something is stuck, it reminds me of that song. If it's up, then it's stuck. Yeah, it's stuck. It's stagnation. You're going backwards in an area. You know, you have to free free yourself. So that's a way that you can do that. Effectively communicating your feelings to someone. I want you to know that it's okay to do that. It's okay to open your mouth and speak. You have a right to do that. If you choose not to, that's totally your choice. But I'm just telling you that you have the right to speak up for yourself. Okay. I just really want you to know that. And I really want to convey that to you. So how to not be taken for granted? Well, I hope you did my You Are the Interviewer cheat sheet and you came up with um, that's on the resources part of my site. And I hope you came up with um, what you like and what you dislike. And don't give too much to people. If you see that they're not respecting you, that's when that respect factor comes in. How do you want to be respected is you stand up for yourself. If it's not speaking to someone because you're still working on that, then it's you getting away from these people. Because sometimes when people, like I said, when people are narcissistic and they're toxic, they like someone to control. When you leave, they see they can't control you. If you don't want to be taken for granted, then stop talking to people who take you for granted. You know, put your preserve your energy and pour that back into yourself and put that energy towards people who are going to see you, hear you, feel you. They're going to feel you in your in the silence. They're going to feel you when you're there. They're going to treat you like you matter. If you're not if if those people are checking off those boxes, then you have to release yourself from them and relieve yourself from them. Remember that constipation radar? You know, you have to push the shit out. Some people you just got to push out like a bowel movement and just keep it moving. Honestly, if you want to make people respect you, then you can't let them get to you. You know, and that comes with having a balance. That comes with gut. Honestly, let me tell you, this is why I have the Eat Stress Away program. This is why I have all of my programs is because when your gut is imbalanced, this is why I love Aries season. Oh, so fucking much. First of all, Aries, um, I mean, Aries doesn't go with my sun sign, but it goes with my moon sign and the moon sign is your emotion. So, um, I love it balances me out so, so much. People think I'm an Aries anyways, because you know what contributed to this attitude and this mindset I had? I've been opposed by so many people. And that also has to do with astrology. I have a lot of, you know, I have, you know, different different aspects that, you know, aren't favorable sometimes. So I had to deal with that karma from those aspects. <laughs> but anyways, people have opposed me and have come up against me so much that it just ignites my fire in me. And I have placements that do that. I have placements similar to Bruce Lee. And it's like no matter what you do to us, it just makes us scarily aggressive with goals. It's like if you, for instance, when people were starting rumors when people were saying things, I remember when I needed a place to stay because I couldn't stay at the place that I was because of the paint. And only one person offered, and I appreciate her, um, one of my family members. I'll never forget that. She had offered. And no one else had offered at the time. And someone had said, yeah, 
you know, someone said something and I was like, hmm, all right, I see you. That fueled me so fucking much. I was so aggressive with my health. I was like, this face is not going to look like this. My body's not going to look like I'm going to get my shit together. And I got my motherfucking shit together. Okay, so it's like no matter what you do, it's always going to fuel me. And if you want to know how to fuel yourself, you need to go to my podcast episode, Heat and Haters. Oh, if you want to know how to transmute some negative shit into some positive ass fucking shit, go to that episode. You will love it. So it like scarily excites the fuck out of me. And I become like increasingly aggressive, increasingly aggressive with everything that I want to implement. It ignites my spiritual gifts and everything. I'm like, no matter if it's kind, I become increasingly aggressive. If it's negative, I become increasingly, no matter what the fuck it is, I just do. And so what I'm saying to you is whenever you feel like, oh, if I say this and I do this, it's going to offend somebody. You have an imbalanced root chakra and throat chakra and probably solar plexus and sacral because that's all about self-esteem and balance. And you also, this is why I have the East Stressway program, like I just said, you're probably eating foods that also keep your gut in balance. And if you want to know more about that, then you can apply to my 12-week East Stressway program. I don't take too many people in that. Um... I usually take one to two people in those kind of long programs because they're lengthy. But you definitely, definitely, definitely want to go watch that episode and take heed to that. Use 256 hertz music, 396 hertz music. Sometimes when people get mad at you, you start to feel guilty. Like, fuck that. Say what you feel, and if they don't like it, so what? I'm not fearful of any fucking when you've gone through so fucking much, you're not scared. If you think someone's going to hit you, I get excited about that shit. Maybe something's wrong. I don't really give a damn. I get excited about that shit. I'm like, oh, if I say something to you, what are you going to do? So I could show you that you're not going to do fucking shit. And people usually don't because I think it's all energy. Sometimes I don't even have to say anything. I'm just like, oh, for real. Okay. We'll see. (laughs) Just like I said in the last episode, this is coming from some, I had to transmute and transform. I got, that's why I'm telling you, get away from people who bring you to that place. Like I said, this is coming from someone who did beat a bitch with a hockey stick before. Like did, legit. Um, And it was karma for her. But anyway, you know, and you have to transmute that energy and just keep it moving. Don't let people, because if you're going to be constantly around people who push you and push your buttons and push your buttons, someone's going to get hurt. And it ain't going to be me. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It ain't going to be me. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just have to, like, balance those chakras out to where your feet are planted. You think you're going to punch a tree and hurt it? That's how balanced your root chakra has to be. And in order to balance that, you have to eat correctly Think positive, build new neural pathways and say, no one can touch me. I'm protected. No one can do anything to me. When I speak, I'm going to be heard and I'm going to be fucking respected because I am deserving of respect no matter who the fuck I am. No matter what I've gone through, I'm deserving of respect. And that's what you say every single day. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? You say that every motherfucking day. You say it. 
you say that every single day of your life. Some of you are probably like, well, she hit people with sticks. I hit people with fists, sticks, whatever I had to do. <laughs> whatever, whatever. You come at me with certain stuff, I'm going to come at you with stuff. Okay? So anyways, that was in the past. I moved on from that. That was in the past. I was just sharing that story. But the point I was making with that is this, I used to have severe, like bad, bad rage, like anger issues off the ying, off the rip. You know, I transmute that into projects. This is why I have so many programs and I work with so many clients and I, I just have a lot of energy because I just have a lot of, um, like I said, firewater in my last episode, I have a lot of that energy, like it's overflowing, you know, in some of my astrology, like I said. So, hey, I just roll with it and I just make sure I'm balanced and grounded. And I realized at a young age when I had to speak up when I was really, really young, you know, to put a criminal where he was supposed to be when I was two and a half to three years old. When I was three years old, I spoke up. And ever since then, I've been speaking up. Because I realized that if you don't speak up, you know, it could hurt somebody else sometimes. And so that's why I do. It frees myself. I told myself, this is for someone. I told myself after that situation happened when I was three years old that I will never, ever be trapped and let a motherfucker control me ever the fuck again. And since then, it has never happened Again, this is why you cannot box me in. Don't ever think you could box me in. You know, and that sometimes things happen to highly spiritual. This is for someone highly spiritual and highly intuitive people because you are so gifted. Sometimes you get hit with a lot of things. You go through a lot of turmoil, but you can come out. But it's time, spirit, creator, spirit, and angels are saying it's time to put your big girl pants on or big boy pants on. Mostly women watch this, but some men do. And get your shit together and just balance yourself out. Speak with truth. Like I said, sign up for my program if you need help with that. I have scripts and everything you can utilize that will help support you in that aspect because I know how important that is. But don't ever let anybody put you down and control you, you know, and as crazy as people think Char Charlie Manson is, if you interview that man, which I've seen him and Eileen Warnos, I used to watch, <laughs> um, he doesn't even think he's in prison. You know why? Because he's freed himself. So if you're in someone else, and this is someone who was convicted of a crime, you're not convicted of a crime. So why are you putting yourself and some people are falsely in prison, by the way. So I'm not downing anybody who's gone to prison. I know people who have gone to prison. OK, I would never do that. My first experience with prison was going to visit someone um, when I was four years old. So, you know, I have nothing against people who are falsely in prison or people who did some petty bullshit crime that are doing, you know, heavy time. I think that's absolute bullshit. Some people were just trying to feed their families and you lock them up for fucking ever. Like what a con. Um, anyways, 
So that's that's what I wanted to convey for this episode. I hope that it was super helpful. Always remember, you have a right to take up for yourself. You have a right to take up space. You have a right to not feel trapped. You have a right to not be in someone's mental prison. No one has power over you. So you need to take your power back. And if you need my help, go in the show notes, click those links, If you'd love to work with me and I'd love to help you if you get through that application because we do have to be compatible because I have to protect my energy as most of you, if not all, know. So have an unfiltered day and I will see you all lovely peacefuls next week.